Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to another very special episode of the Queer to Queer cast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Colin Miller. I'm here with one of my favorite guests ever, not just of my con, my little uh, uh, conception here, but of any podcast. Uh, Hector Rodriguez, welcome. And uh, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, Colin, well, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you having me at the show you know uh heard a lot of great things about it too it's an honor too thank uh, you yeah man so you know we have Texas latino comic con next coming out tomorrow after two year in-person hiatus right and so we're looking forward to going back into our roots you know going back into our home at the latino culture arts center it's an amazing venue and so previous two years, we've been doing it on, you know, it's been online. And so we're just very happy to uh, go back. Yeah. What was the venue again on that? Uh, first of all, what was the venue on the first one? And then what is the venue this year? And are oh, they the same? same place, yeah. Same, same. Okay, cool. And what same is location. that? Yeah. Downtown Dallas, uh, next to Deep Bellum at the uh, Latino Culture Arts Center. Wonderful, wonderful. So what was a difference that you noticed when everything was pulled online, which I assume was due to COVID? Yes. Right. Yeah. You know, and I mean, there was some, there, you know, there's some pros and definitely some cons and pros is that we were able to, you know, reach out a broader audience, you know, and we were able to bring in guests that we have normally, we would have normally be able to have you know either due to financial reasons or you know limitations of you know time and travel uh but you know there's nothing like a in-person event right and especially when you're talking about a comic book convention where you know a comic comic books alone are very tactile and so there's something so intimate about being there in person seeing the creator um, picking up a comic, whereas, you know, online is, it's a little more challenging to try to share that, those uh, experiences, right? Yeah, I know that you've, you've been reading comic books your entire life. Um, and I, I'm, I'm very much a noob. Like I'll pick up some, I would, I'm what they call a graphic novel reader, not a yeah. comic book reader. So, so for yeah, example, yeah. Like I'll drop into, you know, the DC section often and I'll look for something Gotham adjacent or, or yeah. possibly if I'm in the Marvel mood, I'll do an X-Men or a Spider-Man. But yeah. there's such an extensive history for right. all of these characters across not just Marvel, DC, but, you know, any kind of ind- independent comic. Um, yeah. They just, they span years and years and years. It's the fucking multiverse, right? So, yeah. you know, how uh and so i i can't read like the entire thing like all the the many issues i get yeah i get bogged down i should challenge myself i feel like to go to a, a half price books or something and just like grab a few i've done that and just as a one-off yeah. little adventure they're great but i prefer like a <coughs> fully fleshed out story so i'm really bad when it comes to knowing the history of all the characters, although no, it, it's probably yeah. fine because you know it's always been <laughs> convoluted, uh, you know, and it's and it's challenging having a serialized uh, story, right, month to month, week to week at times, 
And so, whereas graphic novels, yes, and and there's it's a this very popular um, kind of medium now, just because they're of the standalone, all concise story arcs that are within them. Whereas, yeah, I mean, I, I remember I would to, I would follow the big events, um, especially DC. And yeah, I would I would follow the main story arc and then I would follow the offshoots too. And it's it would yep. be hard, you know, going in back and forth, but it, I would have to be very invested in the story. Oh yeah. To even get go out and get the off offshoots, you know. But um no, it, it's perfectly yeah, graphic novels. <laughs> uh, I recommend um a saga, check it out. You know, it's I think that's a perfect. Uh, story uh, you know. yeah what are some of your favorite graphic novels comic books just throw a few out there I definitely oh, yeah. want to talk no, about your uh, work say, uh, <laughs> yeah saga I would go into even some yeah I mean uh, early walking dead was really good Robert Kirkman <clears throat> I mean so great I mean so I mean it, it, it already ended a while ago but uh Check that out. Uh, yeah, anything from Robert Kirkman, even Invincible. Um, Which is a series know. now, right? Right, yeah, it's in, yep. in Amazon. Yeah, check it out. It's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, even you can go into some of the indie stuff too, uh, some of the creator owned arcs. But, you know, I, I grew up in the 90s. And so mm -hmm. it was a lot of that hyper, some of that. Yeah, just the hyper autonomy, anatomy, hyper anatomy. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, and <laughs> yeah, it, so it was very extreme, right? Yes. The uh, biggest muscles and the yeah, most busted right. boobs. Right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Dogs, you know, extravagant. And the colors, too, of the costumes. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. a good reference point, I think, for people that aren't readers of this stuff is like think of the x-men show the da -da 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 -da. Yeah. like that's a really good basis for like what we saw just in comic books at the time <coughs> just like right. crazy nearly s&m outfits just yeah. like but and, and, and stuff like right. colors you didn't know existed like yeah. that's like pouches a lot of pouches a lot of pouches <laughs> a lot of straps right. um absolutely uh yeah. head headgear yeah, yeah don't, don't leave yeah. the house without the big um just over the top headgear but um but that's so wonderful so you are not just a fan of comic books but you are also a creator of comic books so can you tell me a little bit about the worlds that you've created the work that you've done yeah yeah so you know i i also have my independent book called uh, a hero it's about a uh, <laughs> mexican vigilante hero fighting you know organized crime dealing with him the humanitarian crisis at the border. Uh, so I've been working with Plastic Girl for about, yeah, 11, 11 years. Oh, lots. You know, yeah. So, yeah. So about, I'm down about 16 books and, you know, it's still continuing on. And so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's my passion project. Um, I also currently, I'm a co-editor-in-chief for Chispa Comics which is a um, imprint of Scout Comics. And so we currently have a slate of books coming out. And so we're trying to open doors for all creators um, 
uh, online, you know, for all creators, for all diverse, you yeah. know, for all Latinx folks, you know, the, uh, you know, those that are have, that have, would have issues having a voice in the mainstream comic books, you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're definitely trying to provide that, that door, you know, for, for everyone. Yeah, for sure. And, and I'm just a quick offshoot question, because I think one of the best things about reading work that is created by people who are not, yeah. they, they don't necessarily look like you, maybe they have different origins, stepping yeah. outside of yourself and digesting material is that you get to learn, you learn, yeah. um, you know, not that you speak for every single, you know, Latino person in Texas, yeah. even, sure. or even in our, our city of Dallas, but right. it is at least like a, a window into your world, a world that, like you said, 100%. is not always so accessible in our mainstream media. And so would you just take a moment to explain, cause I know a lot of people are still curious about what it means. Um, you just mentioned Latinx, right. what, um, we're for people who may not be in the know who are listening to this, yeah. like, what does that term mean and how should you use it? Properly? Yeah, well, you know, it, I know that it, yeah, I hate for it, you know, it, Latina, uh, Latinx, you know, these terms are to provide inclusivity, in, 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 inclusivity for mm -hmm. everyone, regardless of sex, gender, uh, ethnicity, race. Well, for those for those, for those that are within the Hispanic, culture yes. latino culture um and so you know it's a fluid terminology you know and i know a lot of folks get hang up on it but you know just like language uh tends to change i believe that you know this terminology of latina latinx is a terminology that's very inclusive and supposed to provide an opportunity for everyone to be part of it and you know in just like I tell folks, you're, you're not forced to use it. You know, I, I consider myself Latino, Chicano. That's how I, um, I represent myself. Um, you know, there, there's terms that I use when I'm talking about more inclusivity for everyone. Yeah. Um, such as uh, storytelling, you know, and, and comic books. And so I think it's very important for us to, whatever talents we have in this role is to provide uh, safe havens for those that are, you know, marginalized too. Mm -hmm. And so in this case, you know, we have Texas Latino Comic Con, you know, and it's a safe place for, you know, folks within the uh, Latinx Latino world to share their stories. Yeah, and and we you mentioned inclusivity. I think that everything yeah. that you're saying is very important. And, you know, I, I'm one of the creators of the Q2Q film festival. And, you know, that's very much our mission is, you know, whatever marginalized group has a story to tell, yeah. do whatever you can to help tell that story. And, you know, while there are certainly, um, you know, not everybody who identifies as Latinx is, is right. a member of the queer community. Right. I do think that it's less important that you think like people think of queer to queer as, Oh, yeah. these are only stories about queer people. It's actually just about right. opening the doors. Like it seems like that's what Latino comic con is about too, is opening the doors and letting the world know here are these stories. These people do yeah. exist and they have a right to, you know, tell their stories. So I'm curious, what does inclusivity sort of 
mean to you? And why is it so important, especially in, you know, where we live, which is Dallas in the Bible Belt, um, in the South? <laughs> and you don't have to be an expert or anything, you yeah. know, just this is from your perspective. This is, hey, you know, I, I tell speaking of safe places, this is a safe place. So yeah, we had, we had <laughs> Ann Richards as the governor not too while back. These places are very important, especially now at the moment where, you know, there's a lot of negativity, a lot of divisiveness. And, you know, you know, whereas, you know, Critical Queer, uh, you know, the Texas Latino Comic Con were providing these opportunities, these places for folks to, you know, ha have fun, be positive and, and definitely share where they're coming from, you know, and, you know, without these um, walls that, you know, society tends to put up, you know, either being financial reasons or, you know, cultural reasons, um, you know, and, and, and it's, and if, you have an amazing story to share either through film or the sequential comic book medium, then, you know, these places are, are, are there for you. And now I want to hear a little bit more about El Peso Hero. So I know about him and I can tell everybody that he's very sexy. Uh, there's a beautiful, there, there, this will eventually be probably not um, before uh, Latino Comic Con, but this will yeah. eventually be in visible form. Yeah. Um, although I am going to share it with Hector, so he might yeah. do something with it and that's fine. <laughs> you put it wherever he wants, but, yeah. um, but there, anyway, there's a beautiful shirtless picture of your yeah. lead character behind you yeah. next to a couple of other more action packed. Well, they're all action packed right. uh, stills from yeah. your work. So can you tell us a little bit about, um, his origins and what he's yeah. all about? Yeah, I know. Yeah, definitely. You know, within, when I was a kid growing up, you know, I used to watch a lot of Mexican soap operas, my mom. And so, you know, it's, it, there's something just so extravagant with the, the, the twists and turns and just the drama, you know, and the storytelling. It was very quick. And the thing about Mexican soap operas is that there was always an end to it with them. You know, a lot of American soap operas tend to just be going on for decades. They don't do the to be continued. All right, so I'm not too bad. I haven't been a while, but that's last, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, it's like, that's, you know, at least there's, I figure that, um, you know, there's always been an end. And then with, within Latin America, you have Mexico, you have Colombian soap operas, you know, a lot, you have these huge production houses, mm -hmm. you know, uh, of just storytelling. And yeah, and so I, I, I just, yeah, I would always watch them with my mom, you know, and get hooked up you know, watching, yeah. them, right? And so even, you know, my, you know, honoring that and as well as the uh, golden age of Mexican cinema too, you know, folks don't realize how much history there is, cinema history there is in Mexico, especially, um, you know, golden age, it being uh, World War II, post-World War II as well, where a lot of the resources in Hollywood are going for the war you know, a lot of their enter entertainment was responsibilities was on Mexico because Mexico was producing movies after movies and, you know, and acts after acts. And, and so um, a lot of these great greater than life characters were created too. And so, you know, I, I watched those with my grandparents, you know, and then growing up, you know, living in the border at 
well, I had access to uh, the Mexican movies and, and so in TV and that always was such an important part in my life too because you know um, I kind of grew up with heroes already you know uh, people that I looked up to char larger than life characters that looked like myself that spoke Spanish you know and so that 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 was uh, you know the uh, I guess my backbone through that, um, but noting noticing a need in American comic books where these characters are not there, you know, and it's a also. I mean, there's always been minority characters in the big, you know, in DC and Marvel comics, you know, but they were always, uh, you know, D class heroes, sure. you know, and you know, either there were. Um, you know, exploitative, you know, either, right. if, you know, like, yeah, there were stereotypes, you know, you can look at um, uh, Luke Cage too, you know, and you can look at other characters like the Aztec or um, Vive, you know, all, all these characters, right? And so <laughs> a lot of these characters never really had their own, but, you know, and so, I, I created, um, here it's actually from one of my friends here, we have El Paso Hero, you know. So for the uh, listeners only, uh, we're, we're seeing a beautiful copy of one of the comics here. Or yeah, actually so it's, you uh, have, yeah. Uh, oh, I see, so it's a, it's a print, yes? Yeah, so, so it's a cover, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. actually- Cover, 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 okay. Tone Rodriguez is actually one of the cartoonists for The Simpsons in the comics. So he's a friend of mine. Uh, Totally oh, shut up. That's amazing. Tim Rodriguez, right? And so, Woo! you know, he kind of resembles um, a lot of folks say, oh my gosh, that, you know, I like how Puzzle Hero is kind of like Doc Savage, kind of like that pulpy action guy, right? Oh, yeah. No, I love that too. No, I, 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 I go, oh yeah, because yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm obsessed with pulp novel covers. It, yeah. it has that, like, that sense of, crazy adventure and there's like Wrong. a there's yeah. somebody in distress or and it's right. and there's a particular shading to the light and the way that the colors yeah. are used and there's <laughs> like a cheetah in the corner some bad guys with with masks you know it's like yeah. it's the most every cover is the most adventurous moment right. you've ever seen and they somehow keep topping <laughs> like everyone yeah. you see gets not crazier, but just more over the top. But but you're but I love that yeah. um, you mentioned that oh, oh, being over the top is not something to be ashamed of. And actually, there oh. is truth. And I've always, you know, like we're not exactly the same. But I can say, as a queer man, like you know, growing up, there were like over the top characters that I really was drawn to, like the Disney right. villains, for example, or yeah. specific iterations of Batman. I'm wearing yeah. his shirt right now, like yeah. you know. Some Batman stuff is really campy, and the villains are basically drag performers. So right, yeah. I, I I think that there's something to be because you can work from that place and achieve truth. So I'm proud right. of you for oh, you know embracing you. that because that's I think that's every everyone looks at you know the grim, the gritty, or the utterly yeah. like authentic you know merging of some kind of yeah. other genre, and then washing it in comic book world like you can do that and be successful but you don't have to and i think that's right. where comic book creators should go now as 
as they are getting more mainstream on screen, not even getting, right. it's been got, it's been got for fucking ever at this point. Um, Iron Man solidified that and it's been a yeah. uphill yep. climb ever since then. So, so I'm just saying like, you know, now we're seeing more of them. And yeah. I think the quickest way to avoid getting sick of it, honestly, is for all of the ones that do come out to feel great and to feel fresh and like i know right around the corner i haven't seen it yet i don't know if it's out in like a secret theater somewhere we got black adam like right around the corner oh i think it's not today came out today literally today as we're ah that's so cool um but yeah so i i think that you know you're a part of a movement essentially that Um, that we need as comic book creators as you know people who love movies and everybody in between We want the forward thrust of everybody's individual truth represented in panels. So um, yeah. what other things are you really excited about for, in terms of Latino Comic Con? Like what, who's, are, is there anybody coming you want to see or just like things you have to offer, you know? Yeah, I know. It's like, we, we have some, uh, we have uh, Professor uh, Latinx, which is Professor uh, Frederick Aldama. He's kind of like our, yeah, literally like a Professor X or a latinx uh combo community he's professor latinx yes he's professor latinx, like hardcore yeah i mean <laughs> no joke because he is the, the scholarly knowledge of everything that's going on within our community he's also an amazing advocate too uh, for us and so he you know he really makes our he he, he tends to take a amazing scholarly light on all of our work and seeing how important it is to our society as a whole as well i mean and he's an amazing advocate too and so he's going to be there too and so um for the first time and so we're really excited to have him as well as we are going to present the emergent artist award too first time in Texas latino comic on history where we're giving away a $500 grant for an upcoming uh, Latinx uh, creator. Congratulations. That's just so, not not that you just want it, but <laughs> congratulations for, because I, yeah. as a person, I'm trying yeah. to facilitate some things like that myself. So I always feel like cool. it's really cool when you, when you get to a place that you are able to offer that, that is a real success. That's true success. You know, the, the building of things is complicated as we know, but when you are, able to say here is an opportunity to someone like you that really needs that opportunity make it just a little bit easier for them not to skirt around the struggle but like to focus on the artistic struggle because that's i think what people don't understand sometimes is like you know it's great to toil to to for the story right like we love that but there's like life toils and the toil of the industry and the toil of class and culture and greed and like these things less fun but they are also part of the toil so you know you are enabling somebody to bring about their art in the absolute best way so congratulations for being that and thank you for for being a steward of such i'm sure wonderful work oh thank you and then, so how can people find your stuff? So and not just your stuff, but like Latino Comic Con. So after they listen to this, yeah. head to where to get El Peso and where to get tickets for Latino Comic Con. <clears throat> yeah, well, 
great thing about Texas Latino Comic Con, it is free. You don't need tickets. And so it will be live tomorrow between 11 and 6 p.m. Okay. And okay. so uh, you can come in dress. You can come in not dress. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. There's going to be some great panels, some great creators there. And so it's going to be a great show. We're looking forward to seeing you back. Looking forward to it myself. Um, and then um, if people wanted to purchase comics from you, how would they do that? Yeah, well, right right now, um, they can go to realrobocomics.com and check out. Right now, I've been rehauling the website. Uh, actually, as we speak, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm trying to remanage the uh, shop. But um, hopefully, it should be going up by early next week okay. where you can pre-order the, uh, the omnibus, this... Uh, the big, big boy. Oh, mama. Or I should say daddy. Yes. There you go. <laughs> we're, we're, seeing the, we're seeing El Peso Hero in all his thickness here. It's, yeah, a, right. it's a rather he, large he, chunk he, of change. Uh, yeah, How many that, issues that is that? The boy's packing, right? The boy's packing. So. Absolutely. And so, uh, How many issues do you say is in that? This one, uh, we're looking at... Gosh. Um, four, this one's 400 pages. So books. Okay. That'll keep you see, that'll keep you engaged for a while. So you're going to yeah. have a story arc. Yeah. You'll need El Peso to um, keep you company in the winter yeah. holidays when there you go. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. That's a nice We'll keep you warm. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, what are your, either your socials or socials for. Yeah. So um, follow all the good stuff on uh, Insta- El Peso here on Instagram as well as on Facebook. And also the Twitter handle, handle Hero. Uh, if you're looking for um, latest and greatest on El Paso Hero stories, Google El Paso Hero, and you'll see all the, the latest and greatest uh, articles. And you can YouTube El Paso Hero and see all the great stuff as well. Cool. And then uh, we've, I'm going to have to let you go because, um, you know, on this actual setting right now, but we'll start talking after the recording stops because Q to Q has to at you know work towards getting El Peso Hero either on the big screen or on a streaming platform. There so, we go. Yeah, you're looking at you know. <laughs> we'll see any actors want to come and cosplay as El Peso Hero very easy. You know, it's do it. <laughs> well, we'll cast you right there if you come really well. You know, uh, if you look beautiful in your in your outfit and you can sell the character, um, we'll just you know. We'll we'll book you, you even though there's no script and no plans, no official plans for production. But uh, I want to see uh, yep. El Peso Hero sell out to my friends in Hollywood. Right? I so. want I I want him to sell out and get on the big screen there and and kick kick some yeah. ass. Uh, thank you yeah. so much, uh, my my wonderful and glorious brother. Oh, thank you so much, Colin. And amazing it's always a honor. pleasure. You know, oh, it's no. like one of these days I definitely got to hit Q, Q to Q. Uh, but, you know, one of these God, days I'm, I'm missing. It's like, you know, he invites me and then I'm like, it's like, it's on a school night at work night. And then it's, you've got some little ones, you know, it's all right. That's a, it's a beautiful curse to have. We should these. do a Halloween, like a Halloween theme. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, Ben, my producing partner, his big thing is, in fact, 
the Creeptastic. And he wants to do another festival that is specifically for Halloween. (laughs) So uh, it's coming. You hear it here first. Um, Thank you so much once again, Hector, for your time uh, tonight. Um, If you're listening to this when it is not a tonight, uh, just, you know, go Go wherever the wind and the sun or the moonbeams take you and uh, support all of Hector's work. Uh, If you are, in fact, listening to this on the eve or morning of Latino Comic Con, get there. Get there. It's going to be a great time. No better way to spend a Saturday than with a bunch of creative people who are just looking for a little connection, a little camaraderie, and a good time. And uh, we'll see you here for another episode of the Queer to Queer cast. I was your host, Colin. We are queer underscore two underscore queer on Instagram. We are also um, available to you via website old fashioned for the old school. It's queer to queer fest.com. And we've got another festival coming up in January. And um, I will send Hector the date for that as soon as we close so that he can mark it on his calendar ahead of time. Uh, so you will see, unless something occurs, um, there's a disturbance um, somewhere and El Peso Hero is in fact called to save the day. Uh, you should see Hector there as well because secretly, of course, Hector is you know El Peso Hero. So, so no matter who gets cast in the upcoming <laughs> film or TV show, like, I'm sorry, you won't do as good a job as Hector. So Oh my gosh, I need to get jacked. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Be slightly taller <laughs> We're going to the gym, bro. Yeah. Get roided out. All right. Well, thank you all so much. You have a wonderful rest of your evening or day or morning. And as always, be profoundly, proudly yourself. <laughs>